This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, October 26th. Another doubleheader of high school sports last night, Corey. This time in high school volleyball. Where'd you go? Where did I go, CJ? <laughs> My, uh, I woke up this morning officially... Um, Officially, it just caught up to me. This morning was the morning. I was like, oh, man, this has been. And it wasn't, I don't think, so much the running on a Tuesday and a Wednesday night. I just woke up and immediately was like, all right, tonight and tomorrow night, too. Here we go. Uh, I was in Henning last night for Section 6A Volleyball. Mm -hmm. Uh, The three-seeded Henning Hornets hosted the six-seed New York Mills Eagles. And we got an upset in the opening round of the 6A tournament. The Eagles uh, end up winning in three sets. And uh, just kind of a a fascinating match, CJ. Um, The biggest run either team made was in within, like, the first – let's say 15 total points scored in that opening set really eagles got up kind of big henning was able to chip their way back into it and we're talking about like basically an entire match that was played within two points of each other all night until you know until one team would decide to to win it basically and uh and the advantage went to new york mills they were just constantly on top and Every time Henning would try to make a little push, you could feel it in the stands. You could feel that student section start to rile up and and the parent section start to rile up the communities, the community section. And then Henning would serve. This is a chance to uh, maybe take the lead for the first time in that set. And New York Mills would just pound it away somewhere else. And it was immediately like, a little more air deflated out of the balloon, and it happened all night long. It was it was close, and it was competitive, and it was there for the taking for both teams, and New York Mills was the one who grabbed it. They just refused to ever let Henning take the lead. I think the Hornets led once by a point, twice by a point in the second set, and that was it. It was just like, all right, we'll get the point back and we'll tie it up or we'll take the lead right back and we'll serve and we'll lead by one or two. And and uh, they just uh, – New York Mills refused to relinquish their lead. They played they played quite well. So an upset in the first round of that 6A tournament, Eagles over the Hornets. Yeah, and you know I was able to catch a little bit of that last set as I was driving on uh, the way home from my game yesterday. And yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, it felt like every single time in that final set, it looked like, okay, Henning's going to chip away. Like, they're going to, feels like they're at least going to get a set back here. And New York Mills did a good job of, uh, like you talked about, just every single time that there was momentum for Henning, uh, just to kind of stall it and to make a good play and to just kind of deflate the crowd, the 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 team, whatever. And that's high school playoffs. That's why you, you play the games because stuff like this happens. Obviously, they've played each other a lot over the years. So, right. uh, you know, one of the games like this is bound to happen for either side. But, you know, it's uh, high school volleyball. Uh, it's playoffs, first round. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. And as evidenced by last night. You had a match also? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I said anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah, not in a not in a three fourteen matchup like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, that's true. Uh, we previewed the game yesterday. We talked about how Crookston only had two wins coming into the year, both of them against Manoma and Wobbin, and uh, this game was in and out in fifty minutes. Wadena Deer Creek took care of business. 
They got up big in the first couple sets. They won set number two, 25 to 10. And then in that uh, third and final set, Wadena Deer Creek won it 25 to four. So uh, everything was on, everything was uh, up and up for Wadena Deer Creek. They move on. They advance. They will play Dilworth Glendon Felton on Friday from the WDC Middle High School Gymnasium. Seven o'clock first serves the scheduled time there. And the interesting part about that, Corey, yep. is Dilworth Glendon Felton and Wadena Deer Creek went to five sets back in like September 4th. That's uh, right. Wolverines won, and they were able to uh, get the the Wolverines won the final two sets in that match to come from behind and win the game. So should be a good one on Friday night. We have more uh, playoff volleyball. As a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, run through the entirety of our broadcast schedule the rest of the week because um, last night's games kindly kind of were able to sort everything out uh, that we have planned through the weekend. We'll start with um, playoff volleyball on the calendar here tonight. Um, Staples Motley Cardinals will host the Pillager Huskies. And uh, that is in the 6AA bracket. Staples Motley is the 5 seed. Pillager Huskies are the 12 seed. So they uh, seed everybody top to bottom uh, in that section. Staples Motley Cardinals are 17-8-1 on the year. And they finished 3-1 and one in Mid-State Conference play. And their home floor are 6-2 and two on the season. This is opening round action of the 6AA tournament. But these two teams did play once uh, during the regular season. We'll get to that here in a second because the Pillager Huskies come into this match at 10-17 and 17 overall. Uh, they finished 0-7 in Park Region Conference play and were 2-7 and seven away from their home floor uh uh these two teams played in staples back on the 3rd of october it was a 3-1 victory in favor of the cardinals so uh this again the opening round of the six double a tournament just uh, the immediate connection on the bracket this is a 5-12 matchup the winner will play on tuesday against the winner of four seeded melrose area or 13 seed malacca so uh, that is our plan tonight. It's a 6.45 pregame with a 7 o'clock first serve. You can listen on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM, The Fan. Now, we also now have volleyball, CJ, on the schedule uh, for tomorrow, Friday, the 27th of October, on KWAD, 8AA Volleyball, DGF at Wadena Deer Creek, and on the Superstation K106, 5A Volleyball, Bertha Hewitt at Sabika. Both of those will have 7 o'clock first serves and 6.45 pregames. On Saturday, it's back to football on KWAD, 6AA, Wadena Deer Creek at Osakis, a 1.40 pregame and a 2 o'clock kickoff. And on the fan, more 6AA football, the other half of the bracket, Staples Motley at Pillager with a 1.40 pregame and a 2 o'clock kickoff. So uh, we're done. We're, we've got it all set up and scheduled for the week. And, um, and just because it's Thursday, it only means we're halfway through our planned broadcast and, and playoff sports for the week. Pretty much. And, you know, it's the fun part of the year, obviously. There's a lot of games going on. And interestingly enough, we're really putting that focus on the Pillager-Staples-Motley rivalry this week. Yeah, we got it uh, tonight and then on Saturday. And and I would imagine, 
I would imagine it's going to be fairly contentious in that gymnasium tonight. Yeah. Um, all leading up to, I don't know if you know this, but this is volleyball tonight, which means the student section is going to be football players. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, they played a pretty nice game earlier in the season, those football teams did. Mm-hmm. And I suspect this one's going to be a bit of a, you know, bash (laughs) that's one (laughs) way to put it on saturday so it's gonna be um it's gonna they're gonna get after it tonight i'm really looking forward to that atmosphere should be a pretty good one uh from the staples motley gym there uh Corey, uh state tennis is happening what do you gotta get a recap for us here well i have uh the uh singles and doubles tournaments begins today at the uh, state tennis tournament and the one I wanted to recognize uh, out of the Class A tournament, we do have a doubles team from around the area, Lauren Rutten and Ronnie Noska of Staples-Motley participating. Uh, The Class 2A singles tournament, Lila Collins of Brainerd participating. And the Class 2A doubles tournament, uh, we have two area uh, doubles teams, Madison Jensen and Elena Peterson of Bemidji and Claire Erdahl and Erica Folden of Brainerd uh, all taking part in that. So good luck to those singles and and doubles at the state tennis tournament. Of course, today there's a section cross-country happening around the region. Who's going to the state tournament there? We will will find out. Uh, You combine all of that high school stuff, CJ, with the Timberwolves, the Wild, the World Series, College and pro football all happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe the greatest singular time of the year for sports. Yeah, everything's really coming to a head, isn't it? It's awesome. It's it's a great time. Everywhere you go, you have uh, you have something to keep you distracted. Uh, so that's the fun part of this time of year. Uh, Timberwolves, Wolves back. Wolves back to losing, it looks like, huh? Well, 97-94 last night in Toronto, a loss? Yeah, you know, uh, actually, interestingly enough, there was a uh, note put on by the Timberwolves play-by-play guy, Alan Horton, before the game, and he said, the Wolves have not won in Toronto, Corey, since when? Uh, uh, 2017. 2004-ish. Yeah, uh, so somebody said, uh, so anyway, he said it's been since 2004, an 18-year kind of uh streak weird and somebody said if i had a nickel for uh how many minnesota sports teams had a chance to break an 18 year old curse this year i'd have two nickels which isn't a lot but like it's weird that it happened more than once but it's weird that it exists at all yeah that's strange because it's not like toronto's been a juggernaut in that time no they've been a competitive but the wolves also notably timberwolves haven't either no (laughs) timberwolves have been far worse in the last 20 years than the raptors considerably considerably uh so yeah anyway i mean i don't know i didn't get to watch a ton of the game obviously because i had to do volleyball last night i caught a little bit of the fourth quarter i think basically uh the wolves took some weird shots and they didn't go down and i think it's game one so you know in the overreaction panic meter it's not a great sign but and also in under the chris finch era the Wolves have never really started the seasons off like by winning the first five. Usually, it's kind of like a weird three and three. Yeah, right. Like you'll you'll beat a team. You're like, all right, that's the playoff team we saw, and then they'll lose to like the Magic, and you're like, oh, 
What the heck was that? Very frustrating losses for this team, historically they, speaking. They usually start out like 500, and then they kind of all of a sudden pick themselves up a little bit into December and January. Right. Then in like February, March, they kind of go on a little run, and then toward, they kind of not go bad, but they cool off a little bit towards playoffs. Like That's been the last couple of years of Timberwolves basketball. So we'll see. I got 11 text messages from a friend last night about the Timberwolves game. <laughs> yeah. And it was... I mean, he was fired up out of the gate, kind of joking, but kind of serious. Right. He was, Basically, he's gotten to the point at the start of every single sports season. The very first, He does it every year. He overreacts. It's his, it is his nature to overreact. Somebody calls him out on it. He kind of says he's joking. He knows what he's doing. It's like he knows that he's sending it, knowing that he's overreacting. But then it's immediately followed up with, he sent the first text message. I responded and then immediately sent 10 more text messages <laughs> about all the things that they were doing wrong, which are, I mean, he's, his assessment is spot on. It's just that he applies it to the entire, you know, there's, there's at this point 81 and a half basketball games left <laughs> in the regular season. Yeah. But I do want to read, I'm going to quote, I did not get his permission to do this, but I'm going to quote the final text he sent. Okay. About the Timberwolves game last night. Put it out on the World Wide Web. I'm going to put it out there for the world. I apologize to my friend Nathan that I'm doing this to you. I, 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 this is a shoot first, ask, ask for forgiveness later <laughs> kind of a situation. Uh, upset about the Timberwolves loss, he ends it with a two-word text that says, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> one game in. One game in, and he has, it's, he's got him pinned. He's like, Timberwolves he's just basketball. Already, he's, Tim, we back, baby. Timberwolves basketball, experience the magic. <laughs> Gosh. Well, good try to them, I guess. It was a fun year. I guess, you know, there's always next year begins today for t- Timberwolves basketball. They're, you know, I mean, they'll they'll come back and play. I don't know who they play next, but they'll they'll get a win. I think they play the Heat at some point. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, they open up the Target Center against Miami. You know, I will say this. There is... Uh, there's one thing in particular to watch about the Timberwolves mm-hmm. that is relevant, and that is once again the Towns Gobert combination. We right. didn't get to see it effectively or if or really um, a season ago because of Towns's injury. So they're going to spend between now and Christmas trying to sort that out. It right. could be a little bit of a of a rocky road if it doesn't if it's not a good if it's not a good mix. We'll learn by then. Yeah. We'll know. We'll know. As is the case, as long as the Wolves hover around 500 or like they don't sink themselves in the early part of this year, uh, Christmas is like that barrier to really tell uh, if a team is legit or not. Correct. So, you know, wait till then. It's like you don't judge an NFL team until like week seven because the first month of the season is just a wash anyways. Yeah, or you do what Vikings fans have done this year, and that is... Judge the team every single week. It's a new judgment every week. That's the fun part. One week it's tank. One week it's fire everybody. One week it's we're back. The next week it's Super Bowl contenders. And, you know, who's to say what the reaction will be like on Sunday after they go to Lambeau? I'll be honest with you. After that win on Monday night, the division feels like it's in play. I mean, honestly, and if the Vikings win and they go 4-4, four and four, I'm going to start to get irrational again. Yep. I'm, I, already, I'm already I'm, – I'm on – my toes are hanging over the edge of the deep end of the pool. I'm ready. 
<laughs> Make no mistake about it, I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see ya. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, October 26th.